Hello there, I'm Julian and I'm really pleased that you've chosen to download and listen to this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to little old me. If you're new here, then welcome to the Productivity Matters podcast. It's a series all about apps, products and services that help you to be better at getting things done. And on this episode, I'm going to take a look at a number of different things. So without further ado, let's get started. As you may know from the last episode, I got married recently. It was almost two weeks ago. Doesn't time fly? And it was a really magical day and everything went according to plan and the venue looked fantastic and the bride was, bride is, beautiful. We used apps to help manage all the tasks and meetings and you can hear about it in the last episode called We're Getting Married. Now it's back to reality. I'm currently reading the book Getting Things Done, the Productivity Methodology by David Allen, commonly known as GTD. And yes, I'm a big advocate of being as efficient as possible and using apps and products and services. This is one area that I actually haven't looked at until now. I'm about halfway through the book and already it's having an effect on my way of thinking and I've made some tweaks to my workflow to better use it and I've listened to some of the GTD podcast episodes to try and soak it up and get really into it as well as reading some of the interesting blogs that are out there as well on the subject. In summary, for those of you that don't know, GTD is based on storing, tracking and retrieving the information related to the things that need to get done. Mental blocks we encounter are caused by insufficient what's known as front-end planning. This means that thinking in advance, generating a series of actions which can be done later without further planning, our mind's reminder system is inefficient. And it doesn't really often remind us what we need to do at that time and the place when we can do it. So consequently, the next actions stored in the uh, system that we use act as an external support, which ensures that we are presented with the right reminders at the right time. So I'm working my way through it. I've amend- I'm working on amending the way I actually use Todoist to fit into the GTD method. There are some good... Um, good articles online about that and when I finish the book and I've got to grips with it a bit more then I will update you all about that in a future episode. Now have you heard of shortcuts? It's a way to create small apps and launches to get things done more easily on your iOS device uh, on the iPhone or the iPad. You don't need any coding language for this. Uh, it's really good. It's an app that was born out of Apple buying Workflow and they integrated it into iOS and it's recently been updated, adding more functionality. And just to give you an example of the ways you may uh, use it, uh, let's take a selection of pictures, you create a GIF and send it in a message and with shortcuts it does it all for you in one go. You can pick the last five or so pictures uh, and it'll just work through a script to, to do what it needs to do so you can send it. Uh, it's, it's like a wizard that you use to create the flows. I've created quite a few, quite a few, quite a few. Um, one of which was to record blood pressure easily. That I when I when I take my blood pressure to make sure that I'm uh, not too high because 
Trust me, there's plenty going on that gives me high blood pressure. So I have a, made a little shortcut that allows me to enter in my uh, pulse rate and then my blood pressure as well. And that gets recorded in the health app of uh, my iPhone. Uh, I also created one to commentate on my son's football soccer match. Now I start with entering the name of the opposing team. And then there's a quick welcome, which includes current weather conditions for the day that's taken from the weather app uh, within iOS. And then each action can be called from a menu. So if I want to run the script and there's been a goal, I can just select goal as the action. It'll then present me with a list of all the boys in the team. Uh, and then I can select which boy actually scored the goal. I can enter in the the goal itself, the score itself, press send, and that will actually send it to a WhatsApp group. Uh, and the message straight away i do it for fun the parents seem to like it so much so they don't even come to the matches maybe i should stop and also it's fine in good weather but if it's wet out i tend to do less frequent updates uh, the new update has added several new actions the biggest of which is the ability for shortcuts to work with the notes app so there are now actions to create a note or append to a note find notes and show notes as well um, and it's going to make the shortcuts app and the notes app are a lot more useful but you can do lots of other things it's not just with notes you can actually append to lots of different and write scripts to do with about 300 different actions i think it's got available to if you haven't had a play spend some time looking at all the things that shortcuts can offer it's not built into the os you will need to download the app but it's free and it's definitely worth investing a little bit of time to see what it can do for you there's plenty of pre-built shortcuts in the gallery that you could have a look at and use and maybe you can edit those to build upon them for your own needs another app that i've talked about before and have got some news on is drafts drafts 5 uh, it's a great way, I think I've, I've called it, or they call it, the Swiss Army Knife for text. And it's a great way to capture text. And it's been on my iPhone now for ooh, coming up to about a year, maybe a little bit more actually. And earlier this week, the developer released a version specifically for the Mac OS. And it has all the great formatting functionality that we've come to know and love from Drafts 5. The only thing missing at launch is the actions but they are on the way. And when that happens, it's going to open up a whole new way to interact with Drafts and other apps. So how do I use Drafts 5? Well, predominantly, update a Google Sheet. When I take a payment from a parent at my cub group, I have a pre-formatted page. I enter the date, the amount, and the reason. I run an action, which in turn calls a zap from Zapier, and the sheet is updated. And the same goes for creating my monthly invoices. Again, a similar page to the one I just mentioned that I created. I enter the date, number of days to be invoiced, the invoice number that I want to be created. And when I run the action, a zap will enter this onto a new line in a Google Sheet. Uh, uh, then zap from Zappy will pick this up, create the invoice inside my invoicing software. Brilliant. And if I want to send a, a group message, for example, um, on WhatsApp to the parents of my cub group, then I can write it within drafts and store it there. And then when I'm ready to send it, I can send it out on WhatsApp to the group. And it also means that I can create the message without either sending it in error or making sure that it's actually correct. And if I create a task in Todoist to remind me to send it, then job done. Now, here's some big news for you. 
Card Hop, which is the contact manager from Flexibits, uh, the creators of Fantastical 2, that was released on macOS about 18 months ago. They have today, this very day, launched their iOS app available for the iPhone and the iPad. Now, I've been using it for a while on macOS, and today I jumped in straight away when I saw it was available, and I bought it. It's $3.99 in the UK, and I think it's $4 in the US. That's a starting price, a one-off offer. I believe it's going to probably jump up a pound uh, in the not-too-distant future. And I've been waiting for this, because I just have never liked the standard Apple Contacts app. So when I saw this was available, yes indeed, thank you very much. Like the Mac app, the iOS version of Cardhop makes it fast and easy to add a new contact or look up an existing one, and it's simple enough that you actually may want to manage your contacts with it. There have basically been no good contacts app for mobile forever. Uh, as I mentioned, Cardhop comes from Fantastical to Creator Flexibits, and it's great because it lets you deal with your contacts quickly. Now, at the bottom of the app, to give you a bit of a rundown of how it looks, at the bottom of the app, there is a single search box that controls everything. You can type a name, address, a company, whatever, and if there's a matching contact, it'll be presented to you. The natural language capability of Fantastical 2 is also prevalent here. You can type commands. So typing email Jane will let you tap her name to immediately open up a new email. And since you select your default email app, it'll open it there too. The search box also lets you add new contacts. So you can start typing the name of someone who isn't in your contacts list. It will automatically begin creating a new entry. And you don't have to go field by field to fill it in either. You could just type in John Smith, uh, followed by the phone number and his email address and his date of birth. And it'll automatically recognize those individual details and plug them into the appropriate fields. It's really clever and so much quicker. When you launch the app initially, you'll be presented with your favorites, which of course is going to be empty to start with, but it's really easy to add and reorder them to suit you. When you click on a contact, you'll see all the information you have for them. Bear in mind, the app doesn't create its own contact list. Instead, it syncs with major contact list providers like Google and Microsoft Exchange, for example. Beneath the name, you'll find quick action buttons, which you can designate yourself in the settings. Call, video, message, email, and many more are all available. What's really, really good is that when you're looking at the list, you can simply swipe the name to the right to access these quick actions without actually opening the contact as well. Now, I mentioned you can email from the search, but it doesn't stop there. The really clever bit is in the shortcuts that you can type into the search box. Enter WhatsApp and the contact name, and the contact card will appear with the WhatsApp logo, the little icon, and you don't even need to enter the word WhatsApp. You could just enter WA and the name. Enter call and the contact name, and the telephone button will appear for each number you have for the contact. Type message and the contact name, uh, and then to go to iMessage. And whilst it may take some getting into the habit, it's a really great way to interact with your contacts. Cardhop for iOS also has one feature that the Mac app doesn't, and you'll see why, because it's not a 
this is not useful on a Mac. It's a business card. Uh, you could turn your phone landscape and it'll automatically pull up a business card for you with some basic contact information that you can decide what to show, along with even a picture of yourself and a QR code. So if somebody scans in the, the code, it'll automatically import whatever contact information you've chosen to share about yourself. Now, I only downloaded it today. I've been playing with it, but it's already replaced the Stock Contacts app. Thumbs up from me for this one. Absolutely brilliant. And that's it for this episode. Shortcuts, getting things done, card hop and drafts five. I've covered quite a bit here and details of all of them will be in the show notes. I hope you found it interesting. If you have any questions about anything, then please get in touch via Twitter at Podmatters or any of the other social places. Don't forget to follow me where you normally listen to your podcasts. It really will be appreciated if you just click on that little subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember, productivity matters.